We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of 3-2. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Tech and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my hat and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome back to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I'm John Seneca along with Brian Shackman. And we are finally into the season. We're about 10 games into the season. And foam the runway... The planes are coming in, crashing, and it's a flip-flop. The Sox are on top. The Yanks are not on the bottom, but they're not where they're supposed to be. They're flip-flopped. Well, I mean, we'll talk about opening day. I went to opening day, and it was one of the worst baseball games <laughs> no, that a human could pay for, honestly. And so I came out of that, and then when they got swept by the Orioles, who were projected to win any, lose anywhere between 90 and 100 games, I was like, this is going to be a train wreck. And I know like like a lot of the like Latin players don't like the cold and this and that. And you could talk about all different things. But I, I thought there was no way they would flip it around. And and so I was – I'm pretty shocked about – you know, it's already been two seasons really for the right. Red Sox. They had – I thought the season was over. And now I'm like, wow. Yeah. Before we get into the whole – changing of the Red Sox yeah. and how they're playing. Talk to me about what it was like right. at opening day, other than the fact that the game sucked. Okay, well, just just a quick note on the game. They had a leadoff hit, and then they didn't get their second until the ninth inning. And they didn't do anything else after that. And and, and Devers looked like, um, you know, he looked like... Who was the guy from second base who couldn't make the throw to first? Steve Sachs, was, was it? Sachs and Knobloch. Knobloch. Yeah, he just looked terrible. And, like, every time he touched the ball, you thought... Bad things were going to happen. And I'll talk about Devers in a second. But the experience of going, okay, so the place seats about 39. There was about 4,500 people there. They zip-tied all the seats that weren't sold. Okay. So it's not like you could move up to a good so you seat. You couldn't even that. flop it or nothing. No. And uh, and they did a pretty good job. We found two two people bought seats that they zip-tied the actual seats, and they had to figure it out. So you, you had, But you had all this space. And they said you needed to keep your mask on when you were not eating or drinking. But they really, if you were in your seats, they didn't they, harass you. Yeah. Um, it was, I say half the concessions were open. I thought they were all going to be open, but they were not. Half, But half were open. The only line, it was a cold day. The only line that was significant was for Dunkin' Donuts for hot chocolate and No, coffee. it's a cold day and it's a small park. But how did it feel for it, you being I, there I, as far as like a crowd? I, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. So like, it's cool that I could yell to Hunter. Because I tried to get the attention of an outfielder on opening day. Because I've been on opening day 15 years, except for last year you know, in a row. And I was like, have a good season, you know, like, and he, he claps his glove or yep. does this. And that was easy, right? Because there's only 4,500. But like, otherwise, it just felt like it could have been Tampa. It felt right. crappy. And then as the game was bad, it got worse and worse. And so I, the, the, you need the energy of the people. And baseball players are haughty 
arrogant people who don't really appreciate the fans, in my opinion. Right. But they better because it, the game itself, we were right in front of where they piped in the music. And it, I just... The fake crowd noise? Yeah. I didn't like any of it. Yeah, right. You know, and it was fun to be close. We got great seats and our sight lines were great. The pregame was actually really good. They had a really cool flyby with like a, a bomber, a fighter jet, and something else. Like it wasn't just the fighter jets. Right. And, and they, they mixed did, it up. They did a, uh, a lot of really good COVID tributes and stuff like that. Like really classy pregame, but the energy of the place was awful. Like outside the the, the, the stadium just didn't have energy. And you, even though you have to Wait 10 minutes to piss, wait 10 minutes for a beer, or blah, blah, blah. To me, that trade-off is worth it to have the energy. Right. Well, hopefully it comes back. I mean, it's not Globe Life Park in Texas where, you know, there's no rules at all. And every time I see that, it's amazing. But, uh, you know, it is what it is right now. And the are, you gonna, are you going to try to go to, to Well, we got we Well, we got a, an email for our Yankees universe that we, got, we can pick a game in April. But we're going we're gonna to wait until everything – I feel like every month – it's going to open up more and the guidelines are going to change. So I'm hoping by like 4th of July or after the all-star break, we'll probably be at pretty much full capacity. Hopefully, if not like 80%, even 50 to 70, right. I think we'll feel, could feel good when stuff goes right. I remember going to Mets games in the nineties when they were drawn like 18, 25,000 in a 40,000 person stadium. And when things got cranking, it was fun. Yeah. Not only that, I want to go when it's warmer too. Cause like yeah, you said, miserable game. Miserable. <laughs> It was right. miserable, and we spent a hundred, like almost a hundred bucks each or whatever. And uh, well, that's the other crazy thing: the aftermarket now and the regular market on tickets is insane. I yeah. mean, I was looking at. I'm going to Tampa. I mean, I'm going to Florida in July. It's like their first vacation we've been able to take. And you know, did you, did you wrap it around a Yankees well, road trip in Tampa? No, they're not there. But we're gonna we were gonna go to. Uh, we still might Tampa Orioles day game at the Trop. Awesome. Yeah. $115 on StubHub is the cheapest ticket you can get. Get out. Right. Now, I'm not paying $115 a ticket. Oh, that dump. No. So you couldn't get to the, – the game was actually – the capacity was Right now. Out. Right now it is, yeah. Now, who knows if it changes, right? So, you know, I'm not buying tickets now, but the market for tickets is insane right you know, now. You I've, I've had the chance to buy a couple more games, and I didn't. So maybe I should, maybe I should have and flip them. I, I agree with you. Like, I'm not going again until at least the weather's nice. Yeah, it's too iffy. You roll the dice too much. Now, Florida, you're not going to have that problem because you go to Miami or you go to uh, Tampa. You're fine because it's domed. Right. Well, listen, let's talk about the baseball. Of course, John Senecal, Brian Shackman here. Fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. We won't see Yankees play the Red Sox till like, June. forever. Um, but let's, let's start with the Yankees here. I mean, the biggest, the most stunning thing to me, and I don't follow them as closely uh, as I do the Red Sox, but I also I do their scores every day with my my day job on the radio. Like someone like Herman, who you said last time was the best pitcher in spring training. Right, he's not even with the team. No, he's awful. He's not good at all right now. Zero and two, nine innings, uh, in two games, seven. I mean, nine ERA, two games, seven innings pitched, twelve hits, seven runs, two walks, seven Ks. So they just sent him down to get his 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 you know stuff exactly together. together. Yeah, he you know he gave up four home runs. That's a big hit. that's a big hit right there. Four home runs in seven innings. That's not good. Right. Um, but you know he's definitely not who you want him to be or who he was. Um, neither is Torres um, hitting or fielding. He was a disaster against the Orioles fielding. I mean, he, he uh, I, Jeter must have been. Losing his mind watching that. Um, so who are these guys that are hitting? Who's the catcher who stepped in and hit? Hishigawa. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He's good. Yeah. Two home runs last night. He's Should a great... he be the starter? Well, the, he was last year in the playoffs, basically, and down the stretch because Gary couldn't carry it. But Gary's actually playing good right now. So both those... I mean, listen, Hishigawa's had like seven at-bats or something like that. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. 
Okay. He hasn't. He's played. He's had like seven at bats or something. It's it's nothing crazy, right? So, but he can play. Like he wouldn't be on the team if he couldn't play. Right. If he couldn't play, Eric Kratz would still be on the team. So what else year. is going on? Because I mean, you have. I, I think that the well, Aaron, Judge, going on? The Aaron okay. Judge stuff is. I honestly think it's a joke. Someone said like I think Boone really couldn't even answer the question at first when they asked him. He just couldn't answer it. And then they said he's taking too many swings. All right, so that's like a that's like a carpenter saying he's taking too many smacks with a hammer, right? He's one of the biggest stars in the game. I don't understand it either, dude. And then and then I mean, not to get all political, and now Hicks can't play because of the stuff in Minneapolis. I, I don't. I, I, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. But let's get well, back that, to the play on the field, right? right? So Judge, when he's playing, I mean, he's only he's only missed two games, right? It seems like he's missed like a week, but, but he's missed we, two when games. When you say somebody's sore, right. I mean, the guy's in great shape. I mean, that to me means he strained a muscle or he's just, is he soft? Or, is he soft? Or is it the same thing from before, the broken rib? It's right. that stuff in the side, right? right, right That's right. probably what it is, lingering, and maybe he is just soft. He can't heal. Right. I mean, remember, he could have been a football player too, right? Maybe there's a reason he wasn't going to be a football player. Right. But anyway, so Judge— Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Judge, I mean, like, again, it seems like he's been out two weeks, only missed two games, uh, 31 at-bats, nine hits, two home runs, five RBIs, batting 290, five walks, which is good. Sanchez, El Gary, two home runs, four RBIs, four walks, five Ks, 296. Urshela, great game uh, last night, too. Um, one home run, four RBIs, 10 hits, 294. But uh, Torres, bad fielding. The Red Devil, not doing anything, buck 85. Stan, not doing anything, a buck 67. So, wait, here's my question. No, does um, Boone just keep throwing those guys out? Because I've seen it a lot over the years that I've watched where I love a manager who just knows the player is good. And they the, the last thing you can do is their confidence is already shaken. An 0 for 4 or an 0 for 12 weekend or whatever right. will really mess with the guy's head. And if he says to the guy, listen, I'm going to trot you out there till you work it out. Don't I mean, you're, you're talking, you're going to be talking about Frazier. Yeah, so my other point guys is like, aren't going to get sick. If, if you were the manager, like, would you just keep rolling him out? Yes. Because if you, if you don't, I think you really risk hurting him long term. Right. So, I mean, Frazier's an interesting category because that guy's been bounced around like a rubber ball for the last three years between the concussion and just in general, right? So he's got his chance to start. I say you stick with him. Let him do his thing. He'll come around when the team comes around. That's my that's that's my theory, right? Hicks, I don't think Hicks is ever going to be good. The only reason he's on the team is because he's a switch hitter, right? Gardner's your other option there. Gardner's Gardner. You're going to get what you're going to get out of him. If he plays the full season, he's going to hit 268. Right. He's going to hit 14 home runs. He's going to drive in 50 RBIs, right? If he plays the whole season. He's not going to do that. Right, DJ is going to stay there. Torres is going to stay there. Is he going to stay at shortstop? Who knows? If he keeps playing the way he has been playing and not good, they're not going to go the whole season with him at shortstop. You're not worried about Stanton at all. He's healthy. That's all that matters right. at this point. You're, you're not. He's an albatross, right? You're not going to get rid of him. You're not going to trade him. He's gonna. He's going to have to hit as long as he's healthy. He's going to be in the lineup. So I would say, like, I when I look at the Yankees, I, I don't worry about them at all. I mean, no, and it's Cole's they're five been, and five. Cole has been good. Montgomery is pretty good. I mean, I I really think that they're they're not in an ideal spot, but I would not be ringing any alarm bells no. other than possibly Judge and a, maybe a minor concern with Frazier. Right? Frazier so, and you, and we haven't talked about Bruce. Now you hope Voight comes back, but Voight has been very injury prone, right? Every season he's been injured. So right. now does he come back and get re-injured? Do they rush him back? That whole first base thing is like, I always feel like every year with the Yankees, there's always one spot. It's an outfield spot or first base that they just, they just can't yeah. figure it out. Yeah. They cannot figure it out. But 
Let's change gears real quick here. Yeah, let's talk about Someone who's n- definitely not underperforming, who we said has to yeah. perform, JD. Well, I mean, listen, uh, if you listen to the incredible podcast last time, I said basically if JD and Bogarts and to a lesser degree Devers do what they're supposed to do, everything will work out and it'll give cover for everybody else. I mean, Dahlback has been atrocious and nobody cares because JD is just a beast. Unbelievable. And the thing is, everyone's talking about the extra base hits, which is ex- extremely encouraging. But I also, I think he hit a home run in Baltimore to, op- but to opposite field. Yeah. And I think that, like, to me, like, and it wasn't like an opposite field, like a big swing that just sort of missed. He looked like he drove it that right. way. And and I think that whether it's the iPad and the dugout crap or I truly kind of feel that, you know, people say they're pros and they don't give up. I think he kind of, I don't think, I think there's a bunch of people that didn't really respect the season last year. And I think he's one of them. And I think at some point he just sort of wrote it off. And I think he's pretty dialed in. And I think it's been extremely impressive to watch. But, you know, Bogart's been hitting around 402, and I think that's huge. And Devers, you know, I've, I've come to this realization. I mean, everyone seems to tell you, oh, Devers can be a good fielder. He stinks. He's not good in the field. But what I can tell you, when he hits, his total confidence level rises, and it makes right. him a better fielder. I really believe that when he's when he's hitting well, then he's more dialed in, then he's better. He's, he's kind of a... He, 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 I don't know if, if he's a little lazy or this or that, but when when he when something's distracting him, he just seems so out of it. And so if he's hitting well, I think he's more engaged, and then he feels better. Uh, but I think it, so. JD's been. Well, you say JD hitting the ball the opposite way. Now, when good hitters are hitting good, that's what they do. They always said that about A Rod. When A Rod was on, he hit the ball to the right center field and crush it. Now, good hitters that hit the ball all over the place, Trout and those guys, are expected right. to do that. Hitters like Harper, who are pull hitters. When they hit the ball hard the other way, usually it's a mistake. It's a mistake. And they crush yeah. it still. It's a mistake. Right. They're not driving the ball. Right. But JD and Trout, they're, they're as they say, professional hitters. They go with the pitch and they figure out what to do. Now, in terms of the rest of the team, I mean, I they don't – I don't know what else is going to happen. How about Nicky Pavetta? Who's, he's got he's, – I wasn't – I like know. so far. I, I mean, know. I'm okay with he's that He's their guy. best pitcher so far. And I like – I mean, I – listen, and they, they – what they're doing with Tyler Houck, I mean, I guess – because the, he has service time, they're just bringing him, him along slowly. I don't know, but you know, I I think that uh, Eduardo Rodriguez will, he he looks to be healthy enough to figure it out. I mean, Martin Perez, I like him too. I mean, they they don't have any big names. Adovino is not paying off yet. No, but I mean that's a, it's a long season with that. But my biggest concern is like right field production and some other stuff like that. And if Dahlback can't adjust to the big boys, he's like he's a home run or a strikeout, like, and he hasn't. And he'll run, so right. I feel like he's in trouble. And I don't know if they sent him down or something like that. Will Will he be able to work it out when he had such a good spring? Uh, well, I, it's crazy that we're so short into the season. Where you know, it's such a microcosm of the major season, the whole thing. That yeah, the sample he, size is small. It's but small, somehow, but it's not right. because you know if they play the right way, it will come down to one of the two teams being one game up on the other. When it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good point. Well, another good point to say is overall in baseball, we had a really big play last week, and that could have implications on the season, the replay. Social media went bananas. So so people don't know the story. Uh, there was a play at the plate, and 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 he tagged from two hundred and thirty feet. Now, to put that in perspective, take your biggest little league field you have in your hometown, and go to the left field, and chances are it's probably another 15 feet but past that. who's the that. guy? Is it Acuna? Who's the guy for Atlanta? Azuna. He can do that. He can do that. And he was he's a gold glove outfielder two years ago. But the, but the story was, they, there was a play at the plate. They called him out. They went to replay. 
the replay upheld the call when clearly everybody and in the world. And it's the top world, of the ninth inning. Right. So the guy's not running on that ball in the fifth inning. I, I was shocked that he went, but the bottom line is, is that the replay showed he, he didn't he didn't touch the base, and they still called him out. And so, now, the, now, in fairness, right, the beginning, the first replay, when I first saw it, I was watching it live, and I was like, he he missed the plate. He missed the plate, but it was so emotional. Bound popped so up. So you and saw it in real time. Saw it in real time. And I I mean, like, I don't know. I don't want to call myself an expert, but I've watched a lot of baseball. And I really kind of, if you watch the game and you know the game, you usually can pretty much nail the call right off the bat. Yeah. With television, sure. it's so damn good, these guys that do the camera work. Shout out. And there's enough cameras, too. Exactly. But I'm talking the initial play. Yeah. I'm talking the initial play that you see on TV. Usually, if you're good and watching baseball and you've been watching it a long time and you play it or whatever, you right. can usually nail it. So, so, so I initially said he was safe, right? Not safe. Out. Right. right? You did. He, yes, because he missed the play. I thought he missed the play. But then they kept showing that same angle. And ESPN took forever to get to another angle of that replay yeah. you know it was annoying because like stop showing that one replay finally they went to a back one and another one and you could clearly see he missed it by a good four inches so to me this speaks to like technology is not in my opinion been baseball's friend i do not mind human error i don't and so like i've never been a fan of replay because i just like you know and then you still have these umps like what's his face who stinks who still Angel calling, Hernandez yeah he's still calling balls and strikes like he's uh, he's smoking but we're not even talking balls and strikes we're talking but, about game changing plays like like Armando like, Galarraga and J- Jim feel, Jim like Joyce you, blowing that call you, you made this point off camera if replay can't get it right then why who can, have replay exactly so let's just go back to human error just get rid of it but and, is it them policing themselves is it them taking care of themselves because everybody on the planet knew but who gains from not making the right call I, there nobody so right but why not? Why isn't there like a guy in the shadow, like you know, uh, deal or no deal guy, sitting up there and just like, listen, all right, I don't care who you're friends I with. I thought that's what they did because there's plenty not. of times they, they 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 reverse the call and then they you know say it's a home run or he's out or this or that. But you always hear the thing now. It's like, well, you know, it's really too close to to call, to turn that call. Well, this back. whole concept of it has to decisively show something to reverse it. That's what they fall back on. What more decisiveness do you need? It happens in football, too. No, no. They clearly made the wrong call. And I think Major League Baseball will actually learn a little bit from it. But for me, it speaks to, like, I don't mind inefficiencies. Like, I've never been a fan of replay because I don't mind them getting the call wrong every now and then, even if there's something at stake, because I think it slows the game. I think it just takes away the feel of it. And I like when there's, you know, righteous indignation and people are mad. And a lot of players said that same thing. They were like, well, why waste... Four minutes of that game if you're not going to get it right. Right. Like you might as well you just go with what you had to begin with. But they'd still be ripping mad if the wrong. Well, of course, nobody's ever happy. So we I, know that. I don't know what to do. You're not going to walk back technology. I know that. I'm not stupid. But I just, I just assume. I think it's hurt football a ton, and I think it hurts baseball. I, I, I really just in don't that like division it. though. Again, like we just said about the ALEs, that could be a huge. That was huge, the, and that was the game. Yes. I mean, they, they, that was it. So I, I mean, I think that that Atlanta was completely. It was Atlanta got, that got Jones, right? Yeah. Yep. They were justified in being living, and I don't think they'll shake it off anytime soon. All right, listen. So uh, we got Yankees or or Midland. Sox are hot. Baseball is back. We're throwing. I'm burning my hat. The Yankees are done. You're not. (laughs) Baseball is back. And listen, the first little bit of the season has been insane, dude. No hitter. Yeah. Otani looks like he could win the Cy Young and the MVP. 
I mean, it's it's nuts. The play, the play. There's been some awesome plays. Mr. Rosarena made a sick play in the outfield. There's been just some awesome baseball. Yeah, and and I I agree, and I just love that guy from Atlanta. I always keep forgetting his name. Acuna. Yeah, it's it, it Acuna. Just, <laughs> don't tell the Bryce way Harper he that. Plays because he'll tag up on anything. He tagged up on an M5 fly rule the other night. See, I still I, don't I, like all the chains. Too many you know what? chains. But it's funny, like you see the video mashup of him, like he pop up slides and he'll like go like the he'll go like this to the second base, yeah. the, like as if he's gonna hit him. And the guys, everyone thinks he's funny, but like it brings an energy to the game that I like. Sure, do I love the chains? No, but he plays with a joy right. that I I want to see, and that's why I love. Like if you gotta follow the right people, where it's you know Jared Carabas or whatever, like certain people are on social media putting up these highlights all day, all night, and it's so yeah. great to see it because you can do it in real time. Listen, in society, people are always saying, be who you are, right? Yeah. And that, what better way to be who you are than, I mean, you're playing a game. Right. You know, but not everyone recognizes it. And, and I just, I think it's cool. So anyway, he's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Enjoy it where you're enjoying this podcast or on YouTube now, or you can always catch us on Spotify, uh, iTunes. iHeartRadio. Yeah, so check us it. out, share the love, and we'll see you next time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.